Hello everyone, this is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Oh baby. Mostly. Uh, before we get into the episode, sorry, dead air, wow. Um, before we get into the episode... You gotta get uh, your shit together. So. Yeah, sorry, I had to d- collect my thoughts. Um... Go to YouTube, go to Spotify, go to iHeartRadio, go to Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast. I think we're even on Pandora. Just go anywhere. Anywhere you get your podcast. I too, I like iMusic or whatever it's called. Give uh, us a like. Go give us a like. A follow. Follow. Subscribe. Subscribe. Or if you want to, comment. If you want to see us react to a, a movie you hate. Yeah. Um, you know, go on there too. We take suggestions as well. We take lots of suggestions. Um, you know, we're there for, we're there, we're really there for the people. Okay? We're there for you. So please, if you'd like us, consider, uh, you know, like following, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, just had to get that out of the way because, you know, we want a bigger community to enjoy this. Yeah, to enjoy the, uh, the goodness we get. To enjoy stuff like this because... Um, holy shit what a what a movie great movie like we always talk about movies that shouldn't be on this podcast and this is one of them and i think it's a travesty that this movie is also incredibly hard to find yeah i don't i don't know this is like this movie is like the perfect poster child of like what annoys me about like movie streaming and movie rights is because you cannot, like, first thing, this movie's called Impulse, okay? Yes. And you cannot find this movie to stream anywhere. You can't rent it anywhere. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's impossible. And I don't get it. It's, it's a, it's criminal. It's kind of insane that we even found it um, through various means, yeah, obviously. Like it's, but like... It is criminal. It's, how hard it is to find this thing it's crazy because it's actually a really well made well directed well shot yeah. well acted like it's just a really well made movie it's just it, it is a studio movie too which is kind of uh yeah. kind of surprises me more because we watched some fucking bottom of the barrel indie shit you can watch black devil doll from hell easier we've watched you can watch this we've watched like shot on shittio shit that you can find anywhere. You can fucking rent it on Prime. You can fucking go to YouTube. Yeah, you can rent it in its pristine shitty. <laughs> yeah, like you can. But of course, movies like this are lost in obscurity, and no one fucking even talks about it. No one knows this exists. Like it's unless you, you have to look for this movie to know that it exists. And I don't know. Maybe I guess I don't know if I'm in the minority here, but like. I really liked it. It was really a good movie. I love I love the concept. I think mm-hmm. it's a great concept to work with. I you know, I I think the argument could be made they could have gone more in, insane in a few places and everything, but like it's from 1984. Like they're not going to go like insano style. They kind of did go insano style. The, in a few scenes, yes, but like I guess the argument could be made they didn't do like like wild enough like stuff at the end because a lot of it is just implied um it's just implied of what like you know what happened yeah um which is fine with me actually to be honest so in this case yeah it's probably why i liked it so much because i think it was so well done that the implications are 
that you create in your mind are far worse than the, what they could have showed on the screen. It is still, um, it's still fucked up. Like, noticeably, don't get, like, don't, don't get me wrong. It's yeah. still, there's still a lot of fucked up shit that happens. It's in this still movie. very R rated. Yes. Like, this is not a, uh, a baby film. No, this is definitely not a film to watch with the family. I mean, you guess you could, but like, I, mean, I you, you might be uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was, uh, I, there was a few scenes that are intentionally uncomfortable and I was like uncomfortable just sitting just with, with you. It's like, so it's, you know, I don't know. I was uncomfortable when I'm just in the corner clapping, clapping cheeks, <laughs> clapping hands, clapping cheeks. I'm just like, oh yeah, this is the good shit. Bring on all the uncomfortable insanity the deranged but that's the point right i mean that's like that's kind of what you want sometimes in these kind of like thriller horror movies um but yeah it's called impulse let's uh yeah let's get into it um it it just starts with like this little farming town everyone's just kind of going about their business and there's a little earthquake yeah like it kind of like we see like a it's almost like it's like this concrete slab in that like the woods, yeah. Is like cracked open all well, of a sudden. The first one of the first shots is you see it and it's like whole. It's just like unbroken. Oh right, no, yeah, that's right. So but they show it unbroken. The so it sh- kind of shows like some of the devastation in the town. How it's just it's this tiny little earthquake just knocks nothing a few, major, yeah. Knocks a few bottles off the shelves, like cracks the barber's window. Just like basic stuff that's like easily fixable. No one's hurt. No one's like you know. no one like has to go to the er no one like you know dies or anything so um but and you think everything's fine and then like finally before it gets into like showing us our main protagonist of the Mm -hmm. film it shows the slab and it's cracked open it's cracked open and then it shows um our main characters like one of them is a she's like a ballet dancer and the other one's a surgeon Mm -hmm. and it's like you know she's doing a routine and it's like him getting off work and going to meet her and they're leaving like her ballet studio and she gets a phone call yeah and picks it up and it is her mom screaming well like calling her all these like horrible names like a yeah. bitch slut, like a, slut like... a whore like she's like i can't believe you like moved away from us i can't believe you're you know you doing did this all this to shit us. like i can't believe you and then all of a sudden she's like you know the mom uh presumably the mom at this point because we know it's the mom later but like you, know. you see no, on the phone she's like mom what are you oh talking? she says yeah. mom that's right she's like, what are you talking about so the mom starts like going crazy and picks up a gun and while she's like calling her daughter all these like horrific horrible things holds the gun up to her head and then you just hear a gunshot yeah, you hear a gunshot as a so song. yeah, it cuts to like um, their son outside, yeah. and you hear a gunshot. Also, the son is played by Bill Paxton, a legend. Always fucking amazing. Always a seeing welcome. him. Yeah, in anything, I I love Bill Paxton. You know, rip Listen, to the rip to the goat. He is uh, our podcast's <laughs> namesake. He's fucking incredible. It's from a film that he's very prominently in. Yes, you know. But yeah, he's great. Um, Don't give him too much, okay? That's a story for another I day. I hope you know, but whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and 
and then that that's like the opening yeah rip to the rip to the goat by the way you know rip to the goat uh bill paxton is incredible but and then it's like that's the opening and then we get our credits and it's them taking a bus to this town yeah and so you know it shows kind of everything still semi-normal well they except for when they get out of the bus there's a car that like there's a little puddle and a car like drives past and there's like these people like yelling and hollering and you know they like drive over the puddle and splash them and the and the guy's like what the hell they did that on purpose so we see the doctor and um you know he's trying well they meet the dad oh you're right yeah and then um, that's when she's like no i want to now i also noticed like the dad is also like oh let's go get you freshened up first yeah like not like presuming that she doesn't want to see her mom who just shot herself in the head yeah she's like no like what are you talking about i want to see my mom then they go, you know, they the go hospital. to see the doctor and the doctor right away is like, the guy's like, are do you like, cause the doctor has the, the boyfriend help him change the sheets. Yeah. And the guy's like, don't you have nurses here? And like the doctor's like, well, one of them, one of them went on vacation just randomly. And the other one, uh, is a drunk. And it's just like, ah, funny. You just, casual. you just think, you know, maybe it's just they're brutally honest in this yeah. town. It's just like a sleepy little town. Yeah. Maybe they're just br- like they just call each other out constantly. Yeah, it's totally fine. But, you know, she, you don't really think anything of it at first. No. She's and like she's like she basically can't talk. She's hooked up to a respirator. Um, But then they go they go to their farmhouse. You meet, you know, the her brother and you find out that they run a a dairy well you also get a like a big impression because it shows in a couple scenes there's a lot of tension between the dad and the brother um well there's a scene where they're like you know they they give them their rooms the they both have separate rooms and they're like sitting around like she's like getting dinner ready and you hear like yelling like someone's arguing yeah it just keeps getting like ever so slightly louder and louder and louder when they're like screaming at each other at that that point and then she goes in she's like would you just to just stop it and then they also fight at dinner there's like a quick little scene where they like fight at dinner because uh the brother is being like very crude to the um almost jealous do you think about that yeah now yeah but yeah he's being very like blunt not talking and the dad's like hey um you know you know we have guests don't you and then he like you know he lights up a cigarette and he's like oh do you mind doctor he's like no i I don't mind and then they're like come on he's like listen the doctor doesn't mind just very very passive aggressive yeah and then the dad still gets pissed off at him and then so he puts a cigarette in the mashed potatoes in the and like storms away and um the next scene is they're back in town no the oh no sorry oh wait sorry they are um so she's like taking a bath and because they have like separate rooms so she's taking a bath and she's in the bathtub and she sees like a bottle of oil it's like witch hazel yeah. and she like oh also at the dinner scene um yeah there's they serve milk they do serve milk and they're only drinking milk no water mm-hmm. but important note the the woman does not drink any milk yeah she's like come on you know i don't drink that stuff she doesn't drink milk at all she doesn't like the dairy and 
but yeah, she's um she she sees like baby oil or whatever in the when she's in the bathtub. And she she sees it and she takes it she sneaks into the guy's room, but like as she's sneaking in you can see the doors open and the TV the brother's just, room. Yeah. yeah, the brother's like room is open but it's just static on the TV. There's nothing like on the TV. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> and then they like she starts massaging his back and they start fooling around a little bit and they hear a, like a, a door slam. And the guy's like, shh, shh, like, let me get up. And so he gets up and he like goes out and he kind of opens the door into the hallway and you see the door to the brother's uh, room is closed. It's now closed. But yeah, this is when they, they go to town. Yeah. And I think she... So she's going in to see her friend at the, right, bank. the bank. And so he's like, he's like waiting outside and he's like, you know, she's like, oh, it'll only take a few minutes. I can't, I can't remember if she does anything else in town, but the big scene is the one at the bank. Well, there's also um, when he's in the car. Um, the, yeah. the You see, like, first you see a group of kids, like, running around with a dog. And they go to, like, a, um, they go to a, an ice cream, like a little, I don't know, what you call it, a soda fountain or whatever. And the, and, you know, the guy gets, like he's getting the milk delivered by the brother and he's like, Oh, you guys want some ice cream? Blah, blah, blah. And then as he's like sitting there, he also see a, now we also, I guess important to know that I didn't know was important until after the mm-hmm. movie. Um, the two kids, they only have enough money for two ice creams mm-hmm. and then there's three kids and you just, again, it's just subtle because you just, yeah think the guy's just being nice because he's like oh like i'm sure we could afford it for three. Oh, it'll be like i'm sure the house can afford it is what he yeah. says yeah because he gives him an extra ice cream and as the guys all and you know the guy's still sitting in his car and then you see like there's like a bottle no like, there's a little can yeah. in the street and there's like just, just these two old guys that are walking past and they just start playing like it's like actually children. kind of it's it's cute you know yeah, it's, cute. it's, it's like you just think it's like a quaint little town where people just like you know, yeah. just do whatever the no fuck they want. It's fine. It's like a sleepy little town, nowhere town. And then, um, but yeah, they're like, they start playing with the can. And then you hear like, like water, like liquid. And he, and he looks in his rear view and he sees a guy pissing on the car. So he goes up and he's like, he's like, what are you doing? And the guy's like, have a nice day. And like flips him off. Yeah. And he doesn't, no big, doesn't think anything of it. And... I, th- I think the I think the I think during this um, I think she went to the hospital again to talk to her mom. Yeah, because she's like she basically wants her mom to talk to her to see like why why did you say those things like I, you know I love you all this stuff. And you can see the doctor is like starting to smoke a lot. He's starting to smoke. Um, and then there's there's a moment where she's talking to her mom and she's like, "Listen, I know you love me, like, and you know I love you." And you see like her mom like looking at her. She can't talk. But, like, you see, like, a little, like, a teardrop run down her mom's face. But this is when she goes to the bank. Yeah, so she goes to the bank to see her friend. And, like, (laughs) there's these (laughs) long-ass lines at the bank. And her friend sees her. And, again, again, it's, like, very subtle. Like, you don't think anything of it. You don't think anything's going to happen. Well, and, uh, again, I didn't think about this until after the movie was over. But her friend literally has that gigantic line and closes up her fucking like station to yeah. go see her friend. She's like, oh, this, um, this, this line is closed. She just closes it. And the person's like, what the fuck? Like, 
And the, it, it's the uh, it's the lady from Mrs. Doubtfire. The one I think she's from like CPS and Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Is it CPS? If you've if you've seen Mrs. Doubtfire in this, it's the you, one. You, it's the one. You recognize it's the, her right away. It's the lady that slams her face into the fucking cake. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's her, and, um, and she's like with like like her daughter or something, and then they start arguing. Like this is unacceptable. Like. She's like, I've been waiting in this line. I can't believe this. And she's then like, listen, it's not a big deal. It's she not, like, it's fine. leans back and she notices the teller door like opens. opens. And she sees the till just carelessly, again, yeah. subtle. It's just carelessly left out uh, on, the, on the station. And so she like opens the door a little more and, and steals the money. Yeah, while like everyone's talking casually. And, and then she the, pockets more money and the guy's the employee like, sees it. And he's like, what the hell? What are you doing? So you she just, goes over, that. and the guy's like, I know what you did. I know what you're doing. And then, like, other people start stealing money and shit. And then, like, yeah, there's, like, there's one moment where, like, this old man's, like, taking all this money. And the teller's like, hey, what are you doing? And then the he's teller. He's like, I'm taking this. And then she, like, she also, like, She, like, some. folds <laughs> up a 20 and, like, like slides <laughs> it in her pocket. And, and then, like. There's like the alarm going off. Like one of the guards has a gun and he starts pointing it at people. And, and then, then the, like, the sheriff comes in and kind of breaks it up. Yeah. Um. You don't think really like just it, it, just weird shits going on, but you yeah. don't know exactly what yet. So yeah, you don't know what the fuck the deal is yet. But the signs are there. I and... mean, if you're a deducive person, it's not that hard given the name of the. And movie. if you read the synopsis. Yeah. Don't. Don't don't read the synopsis. Just go in blind if you can find this movie. Can't even fucking um, yeah, it's like finding the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, um, but and then after this, there's like a scene where they're at a um, it's like a little bar. There's all these people performing. It's all very wholesome. Well, except for like one of the, like the violin player keeps staring at the main woman. Yeah, he's staring at our main lady. And like given like creepy fucking vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, the friend shows up there, and they start talking, and you know they and she she asks her like, "Did you notice the friend ordered a pitcher of whole, beer for herself?" Pitcher, yeah, yeah, I did. No one else drank out of that other than her. Well, no, because they were drinking wine. Yes, she was the only one drinking beer, a and she or, ordered ass, a yeah. whole pitcher for herself. Yeah, she immediately and then they, they like she asks her about her husband. He's like, "Oh, is she." Is she says this like cryptic stuff about how like, well she said i i left him bleeding on the on the living room floor she's like well i i actually didn't but i, I should have. have and you're just like the guy's like weirded out as i mean anyone would be he's like i'll let you talk G- given this is yeah. the first time he's ever meeting her like yeah. if someone said that whack shit yeah. like and i didn't this know is like them. someone that she's known growing up there yeah in this town so he's just like, oh. If someone said that kind of whack yeah. shit, I'd do the same thing. I'd be like, yeah, um, oh, uh, oh, my uh, my glass is empty. I yeah. better go get some more. Yeah. And then she's like, are you are you okay? She's like, no. Like, I've been well, having... no, she says, yeah, no. I've been having nightmares and like I just, I just can't sleep and all this stuff. And then. Well, they go off to dance. Yeah, the guy's like, hey, can I have this dance? Because they start playing like a slow song. Yeah, and uh, so the friend starts looking around the bar. And you start noticing, like, these two, like, flirty women, and they're just talking, like, very flirtatiously and close like, to each other. Closer and closer. And then they start getting closer and closer, and then they, you notice, like, these two guys arm wrestling, and, like, a woman is licking their, like, their fists, fists in the middle. 
Yeah, you see, um, there's like there's like a a guy and like a waitress who are straight up having sex. They're just straight fucking, like and it's like right there. And they like close the door to the kitchen so they can keep fucking. And it's like these like little. Well, and the and the uh, then she looks up back over and the the two women are are making out. Yeah, they're making out now, but it's just like these little these little things happening in like the the ether. <laughs> So they they start playing the song and the our creepy violin guy goes over. And... Well, also, um, the, the while they're dancing, the main character looks over and she sees that now the table's empty, so the woman left. Right, yeah. And, and then, then this is when the, the guy creepy comes over. violin guy comes over and taps her on the shoulder and he's like, "Can I cut in?" And, and the she's guy's like, like "Yeah, well, um, like can you wait until the next song?" Yeah, and well, like, and no. they're being, like, very friendly. Yeah, they're being they're, nice. They're just like, yeah, like, you can cut in, just, like, wait until the song's over. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to wait until the song's over. No, I mean, no, now. And I was like, what's the problem? Well, and then he starts being like, oh, you just think you're too fucking good you for me. You always anyone. thought you were too fucking good for me and all this <laughs> shit. Yeah, and then starts again calling her a whore. This poor woman, like. Yeah. Uh, he calls her a whore, like, you know, the guy, like, shoves him. He's like, we never had a chance because you would never give you us want, a chance. You want to see pain? You don't know pain? I'll and then show you pain. He, like, holds his hand up and, like, starts, like, breaking his middle fingers. And you see him, like, crack his two middle fingers. And then it's just hard cut to him in the hospital. Yep. And now, the is this where the doctors... No, we don't see, like, basically... They're just talking to him. Yeah. Because this isn't where the doctor's, like, smoking. Not yet. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> so he just is let out and i what what happens i don't know remember if there's anything the at home after this um but i know that you see like i think there's a scene either before i think it's after this where the the woman's like it shows the doctor and the mom and he's just like doing his business everything's fine and he like he like leans over and she starts gagging and he like notices he's like leaning on her tube and it's like uh, he like he looks at it and he's like huh like so he pinches it again yeah. and like she starts gagging again and then that's it and then that's it that and then hard yeah. cut and then there's a, there's also a, there's a moment where um it's like the next day and they're going to either the, i think presumably the hospital and they park and you see that there's a woman who was waiting to park. And so they park first. And then she's like, you fucking asshole. Like, you fucking pig. And then like starts ramming. And the guy's in. like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'll, like move. I'll, I'll move. Like, I think I took your spot. It's fine. And she starts like, she backs up and just rams the fucking car into their, their car. Yeah, they both get out of it. And she just keeps ramming it and ramming it until she like hits her head on the steering wheel and knocks herself out. And they're just like weirded out and like the guy's like examining her and you just see like the there's like a crowd gathered and they just they could not give a fuck. Yeah, they don't care. They're not concerned at all. They're just interested. It's just this look of like mild curiosity. So they take her to the doctor and this is where the doctor is straight up just fucking has a bottle of whiskey and is just offering it to people. Yeah, and the guy and this is like the guy's like theorizing like I don't know like is it like some sort of weird like Tourette's? Like, there's just something going on that's, like... One, he's, he's, like, I think it's, like, he even theorizes, like, people just seem to be acting out of sheer impulse. Like, the the, the thing in your head that tells you, like, not to do something is you just ever, not... You ever have, like, those intrusive thoughts yeah. where it's just, like, split-second thoughts where yeah. you're just, like, maybe I could, maybe, maybe yeah. I could, maybe... 
should I? No, no. You, yeah. And then you like you think better of it, and you don't. Because... What's like your first impulse? Like someone someone steals your parking spot, and yeah, you'd get annoyed. But there's that part of you that's like, okay, chill the fuck out. Well, right, because like you know, if you didn't have any impulse, you'd get yeah. really mad and you know ram into their car. Yeah, your road rage is a real thing. So yeah. it's like you know, people acting out of impulse is a bad thing. Yeah. Same with all the shit you see at the bar. And, but the, the doctor just kind of like shrugs it off while the, um, the, the sheriff's also there. And he kind of comments like how they, they can't make any phone calls because the phone line's dead. So they're going to go investigate. They go to like where the phone like switchboard is and they knock on the door. There's no one there. He's like, what the hell? Like, well, she, he even mentions that like the woman who runs that hasn't missed a day in 30 years. Yeah. She's always there, but you know, she's not. And there's the phones are not working. Hmm. We get a, there's a fantastic scene. Absolutely fantastic fucking scene where the doctor, no, it's, it's the mom. She's in bed. And she's like, she has like a little like a thing that she grabs to like summon the doctor. Yeah. When she needs something, usually her bedpan changed. And so she's just like pressing it. And the, the camera just slowly zooms out. And you see the doctor just in the corner smoking a cigarette, just like not caring. And then yeah. he like, he like takes the thing from her and he's like, he basically tells her like, I'm not changing that. He's like, the bedpan is like the least of your worries. Yeah. And then he like pinches the the air tube again. Yeah. And then gets like called away. Yeah. Like he, he, he's going like, to fucking kill her yeah. and then gets called away. Yeah. He gets, he gets a phone call. Then there's a fucking, oh my God. There's, there's that scene where. I should also mention, I, I don't know why we didn't mention this before. Um, so Meg Tilly, who plays she the main, two. she was in Psycho 2. Yes. So shout out. We've reviewed that on the podcast. Want, this is not yet relevant to the podcast, but do you know who Meg Tilly is related to? Have you seen Bride of Chucky? Yeah. Jennifer Tilly? Yeah, is... okay, yeah. <laughs> Meg Tilly is her younger sister. Really? Okay. Yes. Interesting. And I, I recognize J- uh, Tim uh, Tim Matheson. He was in Animal in House. Animal House. He was Eric. <laughs> Um, in Animal House. Um, so there is a lot of like actors here. Yeah. Um, they're doing a really good job. Um, it's just really well done. No, it's a great movie. Um, but yeah, no, there's that. I think even the doctor, uh, it's like Hume Corin. He was in, like, in Cocoon. He's been in Hitchcock movies. Yeah. He was yeah. in Batteries Not Included, Brewster's Millions. Like, he, <laughs> you know, it, it's just, it's a well cast movie. Yeah. Um, it's a, Will. It's it's a movie. But I just wanted to shout out Meg Tilly because it we have seen her before in this podcast. So Yes. The year prior in another fantastic film. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so um repeat offender there. <laughs> As we call them. <laughs> but yeah, um no, she she goes to her friend's um like house and Well, she... like immediately something's off because she goes in and like the friend isn't even there to greet her. Yeah, she's not there to greet her. And she goes in, in the house, and you hear her, like, yelling. And she's she's yelling at one of the kids, and the kid's wearing, like, a cast, and it's, like, a little, like, a board. Well, and she, like, mentions the kid sprained his wrist. 
And he's like, I broke it. And she's or like, no, she says like it's broken. She's well, like, she's, no, no, you sprained it. And so they start talking, and you can see. And, she, and, she, and after friend she finishes, is getting, she's like, get lost. Like, well, take the, a hike. The friend is like getting more and more distressed at everything yeah. because the kids didn't clean their room. So she's like flop sweating, like just yeah, angry she, as hell. Yeah, she just shows up like asking like what's wrong. And she just like. She's like, I told you nothing's wrong. Yeah, she's just like. She's like. She yells outside the window, like, I told you to clean your damn rooms. Like, she's I like, hate this. I hate this. And, like, she's like, That's how he broke his damn arm. That's why his arm's broken. And she's like, I thought you said he sprained it. She's like, I, That's what I said. That's what she's like, Tell me the truth. Like, what happened? Like, how did you break his arm? Did you break his arm? And she just keeps flipping out, like, Mind your own business. She's like, she's like Get the fuck out of my house. So she leaves. And she's like, you know, think the kids are in danger, right? So she's like, okay, come on, kids, get in the car. So they get in the car, and she starts driving. Tires are flat. The kids, like, start Multiple going back Multiple tires to... are flat. All of her tires are flat. And the kids run out of the car laughing. Yeah, and they go to the house, and they start laughing at her. And she's just like, why did you do that for? She's like, that's, she's like, that's not something you do. Like, what are you doing? And then she, so she goes to get in the friend's car. And someone cro- closes the garage, and she and there's like a garage door opener in the car. She keeps opening it, and the and you see the kids like are closing it. Well, it keeps opening and closing, and then all of a sudden you see a kid with a gas can pouring it inside of the garage, and then pouring a line mm-hmm. back to where they're closing the door. And they light it. And he lights a match, throws it in there, and like the whole fucking garage starts on fire. Yeah, and she's starting. She's like trying to start the car. She can't. She tries opening the garage. She, like, goes up on top of the car and, like, uh, opens the garage a little bit and then, like, breaks the the opener. The control thing so it doesn't, so they can't fuck with it anymore. Then she finally gets the car started and just rams herself out of the garage. And my favorite bit is as she's driving away, the kids are just like, come back soon. Come back soon. <laughs> Bye. All, like, casual and shit. Like, they didn't just fucking try and kill her. Yeah, like, that didn't just happen. Oh, it's great. Now, the other interesting thing to explore is kids almost have no impulse control anyway. Right. It's perfect. So, like, there's no one to keep that in check anyway. Yes. So Other than a mom who's just perpetually getting fucking pissed and breaking right. well, so kids' arms. Like, when kids have no impulse and there's no one to keep them in check because they themselves have no... Mm-hmm. The adults who Them's, are yeah. supposed to be teaching them have no impulse, shit just runs wild. Yeah. This the concept is really good. Like no, it's I love this concept of like losing it, totally losing mm-hmm. inhibitions and having literally no impulse control. Um, just do like all those intrusive oh. thoughts that you never act out on. This is like it's like if you did all that. I can't believe we forgot to mention this, but there are multiple, so many scenes in this movie when crazy shits happening. You see a truck. That has the words "official use only." Yeah, it's like on it, the side, and it's basically watching. like you see it at the farmhouse, and you see it in the town a couple times, and it's just monitoring. Like it doesn't show who's in the truck at all. It doesn't show anything else except for the official use only. But you just see it monitoring like everything happening. And yeah. Then, um, in the meantime, like our, like the guy, there's a scene where he goes to like look at the water supply. He tests it. There's nothing wrong with the water supply. 
And he's like, oh, that my three-year-old drink out of it. There's nothing wrong with the water nothing supply. Nothing wrong with the water. Um, but then we get to a part where the doctor is like, he's just like, he's basically threatening the mom and getting like more annoyed. And then he starts blocking the tube and then just cut. And, and so the woman goes to talk to her mom. And the mom's dead. She walks in and the mom's just eyes are open, mouth's open. And yeah, she's dead. And of course... Well, the doctor, it won't let them do an autopsy to figure out what happened. Yeah, because the, the guy starts like pressuring him, like, like, come on, like this is like we, this is our best chance to see what, what's going on. And he's like, no, you know, it's against their religion. And I just don't think it's worth it. Like, have a good just day. Just basically brushes it off yeah. like it's nothing. Like his okay. one of his patients didn't just yeah. die. Like is totally fine with it. Yeah, like, have a good day. Just keep keep smoking. And then it's the it's that night, and now they're like camped out outside the hospital waiting for him to leave. And he so, doesn't... oh, another bit is um when the, he um when they walk into the hospital, you see like a janitor's like mop. Just I'm like... sure there's a ton of shit we missed because there's a lot of stuff happening in the background. Um, like you were mentioning, this is kind of like played kind of like the invasion of the body snatchers from the, the 70s. 70s. Yeah, where there's with just Donald lots of Sutherland, where there's the just background. like lots of stuff happening in the background. Like I think at one point you see someone running and a bunch of cr- people running yeah. after them. And they, it's... It's just on screen. It's for like super seconds. quick, and you and like you notice a bunch of like people acting fucking weird, but it's all in the background. So yeah, you, it's never like brought to your attention. Yeah, but it's always there. But it's like it's like omnipresent. But it's like the yeah the the world of the main characters is slowly like just like that paranoia that it's creating. I love this kind of like thriller oh, yeah. and like horror movies where it's just like everything's happening in the background and it's always been there. Yeah. But you're just realizing it as the main characters are realizing mm-hmm. it too. And of course like I mean the doctor's like the fact that he's at this point smoking like a fucking chimney and now. drinking and all that sh- and all that shit. He's always sweaty like yeah, it's just those little things that you just keep noticing. But yeah, they um they eventually are just like whatever like we'll just go in anyway well actually the guy the guy is like look we're gonna go in we're going anyway which hmm. but they go Saying in she's the only one that didn't drink milk yep because it does show the doctor drinking coffee as well with like creamer in it mm-hmm. but yeah they uh they go in there they go into like the the morgue or whatever and you know he opens up the body to do an autopsy and he immediately looks at her and her skin's all fucked up and he's just like oh she she died of she no oxygen suffocated like and then but the woman's like it can't be like the machine was working then she like light bulb it. like yeah she knows what's going on so she goes and you see the doctor is he's in his office and she just smacks him and then they're like it's like little time skip and they're like okay we're leaving and she's like what about him and the guy's like we're taking him with us yeah because like they're gonna like basically like examine him and see what's going on and and see if there's a cure basically and right? inform, presumably i yeah. mean you know they never get to that but like and inform the yeah. um outside what's happening so they get to the bridge and it's just completely destroyed in the middle the bridge is gone and so they get out of the car and they're inspecting it. And of course, the doctor, going off of all impulse, 
puts the car into drive and like i guess tries to run them over presumably but then it veers off the the bridge falls in the water and uh next scene is like isn't this the church where they're all getting out of church so they're all getting yeah, out of there um they're i think they're doing a service for the mom yeah the church. So, and so they're all getting out of church and we see this kid well we see them like they're walking through town and the town is just empty like it's just there's nothing going on and well th- this is where the kid is like yeah. running away from the cops yeah and th- there's like a police pursuit with a kid and the kid is like running past and these like and she tries po- to like get their attention to tell them that something's going on and they're just they ignore her when he's like so the kid the cops are like aggressively chasing mm-hmm. this kid they like ram into cars trying to get past him and they stop in front of the service and the cop is like, oh, well, before this, um, the the guy, our main character, goes to the doctor's office, I believe. Because he, he's still trying to figure out what's going on with the to town. See, to get like some paperwork and stuff. And as he's in there. This scene is fucked. The scene is fantastic. As he's in there, <laughs> there is a, a girl, like a, I'm guessing. Like a, a preteen. Preteen teenager. Yeah. And she's just sitting on a bench chewing gum and she looks over at him and he looks at her and you know and i'm just like you immediately know no i'm like because he looks at her and like it's just like that sinister undertone and he just keeps looking and then he you know he looks up at her again she's still looking at him and kind of like grinning and then it like goes to the scene it's just her chewing gum and looking over and then you see his hand like get around the back of her head and then you just hear his pants unzip. And then you you just see her, like, take the gum out of her mouth. Yeah. Put it on the bottom of the chair, and you figure it out. Thank God they didn't go any further with that scene, because the implication is all there. Like, the, you don't need any further fucking shots of that. That is why this movie's awesome. The implication is so horrific, and, like... Because that is some awesome deranged shit, and I love it. The scene is shot awesomely. The context is not awesome, but it's great. It's well done because it is very uncomfy. It's very like it. It's so horrific because mm-hmm. you know what's going on. Well, plus it's like up till this point, this has been one of our two main characters. Well, and, and he kind of is impulsive already. Yeah. Like they kind of show him being impulsive. And so you're not sure exactly where he he's sitting here. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has like a moral code, even though he is impulsive, because he's kind of shown that he doesn't like hurt anyone. Yeah. And this is the first like, he oh, he's sh- done anything bad. Oh, right? shit. OK, never mind. He's not a good person. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like he's, he's just he's just he's just as fucked up as everyone else in the town. He's giving in. Yeah. To the impulses. And so. But yeah, and then after this is when um, you see like they're getting out of the church service. And the fucking cops ram through this fucking car and like stop. And the kid's still running into town. And the sheriff gets out and he's like, I'll show you not to fucking uh, like rob. Uh, no, to b- 
bust like parking meters. Yeah, so the kids just busting parking meters, getting like quarters, basically. I guess. And yeah. this fucking guy pulls out an automatic rifle and guns down the kid. And just like, well, he guns down the kid and then like continues like to fire into all the shops and just fucking like blast the yeah. shit out of this whole fucking town. It's great. And like, and like again, the bystanders just watch. But the priest like walks over to him. He's like, I can't believe you just like the 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 priest walks over and he's not mad about the fact that he just gunned down a kid he's like i why did you he's basically angry him that he blew out the window of his store yeah one he's like he's like i'll blow your fucking head off and then like the sheriff's like really you want to try me and they like start struggling over the ar the automatic rifle great and like that's great and then it goes to, let's see. It's that night. They're at home. Oh, and yeah. Another fucked up, like, the, sequence of events. You know, the dad's like, oh, the electricity's out now. Yeah, so they find a bunch of lanterns, and they're going around, and, like, uh, the guy, our main guy goes out to, like, kind of check, like, the electricity out with the dad, and comes back in and says to the brother, oh, man, I'm cold. Like, uh, I also for totally forgot but when they were leaving with the doctor there's a very brief shot when they were leaving of somebody busting open a store window yes in the town Mm -hmm. to like loot something but yeah um again lots of subtle shit mm -hmm. going on i'm sure if i will rewatch this i'd catch some more things going on in the background that i didn't notice before but yeah, their um, electricity's out now. They're the dad's getting like his guns out. They have like lanterns. So he goes back in. Um, he's like, "I'm cold." The brother's like, "Oh, we go up and get one of my jackets. Um, you know, like you're fine. Just take whatever you need, um, <clears throat> and then we'll figure out like what our next steps are." He goes up there, gets a jacket, puts it on, and and the impulse takes over. He's just like, hey, "You ever have it. that impulse where you just want to snoop?" You're in it, someone else's room. You're, you're you're in someone else's room or bathroom, and you just want to snoop. Yeah, so you start snooping around. And I mean, find... you never expect to find this shit because holy fuck! Oh, this is great. So he finds pictures of the sister, of the sister like getting undressed and like in a like, bikini, in a bikini, and all this shit. And you instantly know what the fuck is going on. And the and the brother walks in behind him, and he's and at this point he's just like sitting in a chair, like pissed off. And the brother looks at him. He's like, "I knew, I knew I should have burned them when I had the chance." And then, like you, the well, he, bro, the guy gets up and punches him and punches him. But you don't think you think that's just like the end of it. Yeah. And so the woman, she's outside, and he walks up to her and starts like, like kissing her, and immediately, he's like that. He's like you know basically seducing her and they start having sex yeah like right that. out there mm-hmm. and the dad walks out and like looks at them and he's like you guys you guys should come inside and he and he just doesn't give a and shit. then they continue to have sex till climax and then you know they go back inside and he's like i have to show you something well no first um well and uh, you also get the idea that they're trying to like she is impulsive mm-hmm. but like not in the way that yeah. everyone else is. Well, first they're like he's, um, he kisses her and he's like, okay, like good night, and that's when she walks into the brother's room, presumably to tell him good night, 
and she sees all the pictures oh right yeah laid out there and he's like then that's when he walks in he's like i was worried about this come on i have to show you something he like opens the brother's closet door and the brother's dead he's dead and she faints he like wakes her up and he's like i i I knew you would have i knew you would have fainted i should have like taken precautions and like all this stuff and then he goes to, to get her water or something and she sneaks out of the house and like well she's she's sneaking out and like runs to the dad and tells the dad like he killed like so and so the dad gets his gun and tries shooting at the guy and she runs away and he tries to stop her but she takes his truck and drives away and she starts driving into town and we get this like pov it's crazy because she's driving on the freeway like on this like dirt road and like you see a semi pulled over and some guy's like bleeding and like like, it's like on screen for like one second but it's like a guy like i kind of wanted to pause it at that scene i didn't i didn't so i'm not sure exactly what he's doing but it's just like it's it sticks in your brain and she goes and like it just looks wrong she goes into town and like everything's on fire and like people shooting guns in the air yeah there's like people just like fucking debauchery everywhere some guy like jumps on the hood and is like get her get her she runs him over and there's like it's all like these like pov shots so she finally gets out of town and starts driving down the road again and someone shoots at her like uh her windshield and she, she like fishtails and like goes into a ditch and can't get yeah. out. And then she looks behind her and sees like all these flashlights coming over the hill. She turns off all the lights and then like, I guess like basically falls asleep in yeah. the truck. She falls asleep and it's like the next day. And the guy wakes up, our main guy wakes up in like the middle of the forest. And he, yeah, he wakes up in the middle of the woods and sees like a. Like the the tire tracks yeah. from that like um that mysterious suburban that we keep it's seeing. The weird uh official use only car. Yes. So he sees the tire tracks and he decides to follow them. He follows them and he gets to like this. There's um, like a private property. It's like this gate. Yeah. Fence with barbed wire and it says like private property. Don't do not enter. He climbs over it. We get to that big concrete thing. Yeah, and it's like resealed. It's now resealed. But he looks on the side and you see like this black goop coming out of it. And it's like flowing down and he like goes to inspect it and it's, it's flowing into a river. Like a little, it's not even a river. It's, it's like, like a, a creek. Little, little creek. And he follows it down, he gets to the farm. And it's going, he follows the pipes and it's going into the cow's main water supply. And then it also, he follows the pipes now and he's like, well, there might be, you know, more of a connection because, you know, it, it might not get all the way through. Yeah. Um, he sees like the pipe and now it's in the, um, the, the, where they keep the cows and he looks and there's a little leak. It's funny how like a tiny little leak caused all this shit. Yeah. It's a tiny little leak that just drips right into the milk. Yep into the main like milk supply that for the entire town because they've been telling you the entire movie that this is the only dairy thing Mm -hmm. like the only dairy producer in town and this is they're like the wealthiest family because everyone buys their milk yep but this is when he like he gets it that it's it's in the dairy yep so he goes and he finds the truck with the woman Mm mm-hmm um because it's like right outside there he wakes her up and basically tells her like 
like turn on the car i'm gonna like help you out when you can tell because i mean at a certain point he like because when he first wakes up he cries too mm-hmm. so you can tell they're just going off a of sheer impulse yeah and they're not like meaning to like do all this horrific shit yeah it's just they can't control themselves well because in it because he basically um because he never tells her to like let me in or anything and then when like he pulls he helps her out of the ditch she's like come he's like telling her to leave she's like well aren't you gonna come and he tells her like i'm not he's like i'm not I, you can't be safe around me I, I i don't know what i'm like capable of yeah like i just know that like it's it's in the it's in the milk like and i have it you don't he's like i gotta go back into town and see what this all like uh what this all leads to see what i can do and he's like he, he tells her to leave and so he starts making his way back to town and we see a we don't see their faces, but we see like some guy like giving like these barrels of something to a guy in an airplane. These black, like pitch yeah. black barrels. And the guy, the airplane takes off and starts flying over the town and starts spraying this stuff. Yeah. And you don't know if it's like a cure or what, you know. Oh, honey. So the guy, he hears the radio chatter and he like inspe- he goes to inspect it and he sees this guy sitting on a hill with binoculars. And it's the same truck. And he's like, he's like, okay, now take a uh, take Main Street and like, because okay, the guy on the, you hear like the radio chat and the guy in the plane's like, you sh- you want to spray? I see a lot of people like. Are you, you sure you want to sure? spray this? He's like, yes. He's like, so, he's well, like, what about Main Street? There's a lot of people there. When I, I love how the plane operator is like, uh, he like hesitates. He's yeah. like, um, uh, oh, okay. He's like, are you are you sure? Like, he's like, yes, spray it, spray it all, and you know, he walks up behind him and the guy like. He, he turns around and he's like, what, what are you doing here? It's like, oh, I'm, I'm here to help. Like, don't worry about it. Everything's under control. He's like, don't worry. Everyone's going to be fine. Everything's fine. And so he goes back to the truck. He's like, I got to get headed back, though, because so. Yeah. And then the guy's like, he has he took the keys. Yeah. So the guy gets in the truck and like notices the guy has the keys. And he's like, and then he gets on his radio and tells him like Medfly's dead or something like that some cryptic code shit and so he has a shotgun on like the like the seat of his yeah car and he like he's like listen i don't have time to play around man I'm not, he's like i'm serious like i'm not playing games and so. the guy's like well you have to go find your keys and then he gets, just gets blasted by the shotgun yeah. and like drops the keys so the guy <clears throat> the guy goes and gets the keys and then we see you see in the distance the the woman coming up to like retrieve her boyfriend and sees him dead on the ground and sees the guy and he's like oh shit for some reason he goes to like the back of the truck but he's like he's like in shock and he like starts like cocking the the, yeah he starts like trying to shoot her to like veer her off the road and she slams into him and the car yep and just like immediately kills him immediately kills him and so she gets out of the car and starts walking out away from town and you see like shots of the town and everyone's dead. Everyone is dead. The Even dog like, is dead. The dog dead, so it's like, like every living thing. Every living thing is dead. It's completely dead. And then it so shows this like sunset, this sunrise, this beautiful sunrise and it shows like the a it, title it, little um it shows card. like a report thing. 
It's basically like 900 people died. Like the preliminary reports out of the area are vague and unclear. Well, and it's like everyone died of arsenic poisoning. Yeah, they're saying it was cyanide poisoning. Cyanide, sorry. Yeah, cyanide. It's unsure, but it seems like everyone died of cyanide poisoning. And then like the the local like um, environmental agencies have no comment. Everyone denies comments. Yes. That's it. End film. End movie. God damn it. This movie it was really well done. I love subtle shit like that. Like, um, and like bl- very bleak. Holy shit. It was bleak. There's, yeah. And I, you know, it's like one of those things where there's really, with movies like this, you gotta end it like that. It's like the movie, like, Outbreak, if they didn't solve the fucking crisis and, like, the fucking town was just nuked. Yeah. It just ends with, like... It just ends with a giant nuke being dropped on this fucking little town. That's basically what they did. Yeah. It's just, like, everyone's dead. Well, there's no hope. There's no cure. Um, and kind of, like, gives you an allegory of, like, this is what happens when there's no impulse control. Yeah. Like, this is what happens. Even, like, the best of people, without impulse control, do fucked up shit. You cannot trust anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like... I mean, if you haven't had those intrusive thoughts, then I don't know. Like, maybe maybe I'm fucked up. <laughs> but, like, you know, like like you said, when people take your spot or something, you get yeah. angry and you're like, maybe I can crash into them. Maybe that's I, your first thought. Maybe I can show them what's for. But then, of course, that's like a split second passing thought. And you're just like, no, no. Okay. No, we're fine. Yeah. Just find, find another spot. It's fine. It's kind yeah. of. Doctor being annoyed at his patient. You know, I'm sure doctors have like uh, annoying ass patients. Are you kidding me? It's like if you work like retail yeah. and you want to punch customers in the face. That's literally what you would do. Yeah. But you don't because yeah. you have a control where you can control you your impulses and, can, and tells you this. No, that you cannot do that. Chill. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, hey, I, I want to fucking, you know, it, there's nothing that tells you hey, just just booze up on the job. Start drinking, fucking start smoking like a goddamn chimney. Yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, do it all. Um, but you don't because you know mm. it's fucked up and you have that impulse control. Yeah. Um, but I love it too because it has like that whole like conspiracy, like government, yeah. like cover up thing too. Yeah, it's just like you don't even know because just like it's a little thing in the woods. I do also love, usually I don't like it sometimes when they do this, when they don't explain shit, but I like in these kind of movies where they don't explain what this fucking chemical was. It's yeah. just some fucked up government chemical. Yeah, it's just something that they, they locked in like a little bunker in the woods and it got out and there you go. Yep. They they had to fucking, they, they it's like some thing that they have and of course they, they wanted to look and see what does it do to people? Okay, kill them all. Like, that's yeah, it. just kill them all. Um, I don't know. Like this movie's really well done, really well acted. The you shot really well too. Yeah, it's a professional movie. It's very just like it's very well built. I would say it's a very well put together movie. The pacing was pretty great. Like I wasn't bored. It's only an hour and a half. Well, I know. But, like, I wasn't bored. That's what I mean. Because we've had hour and a half movies that are boring. It's an hour and a half. That's it. That's all you have. And it was great. It, it said what it needed to say in that amount of time. 
And I think they did it well. I think it was well done. Like, I'd give this a higher score than it has on IMDb, obviously. It's criminal. It's kind of insane. Like Criminal. Just the fact, like, you know, maybe this movie's not for everyone. Maybe you won't like it. Maybe you will find it boring. Maybe you find it, like, kind of mediocre. But anyway, it, I think it deserves at least a chance for people to, like, rent it to see it. To fucking watch it, yeah. Yeah, like, if you're into 80s shit, this is, like, a very 80s movie, and it's really good, really well done. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, there's a lot to like here. Yeah, I don't. So I don't get why it doesn't have a release. That's the thing is, like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who decides this nonsense. I don't either, I don't because why. I feel like you know it's criminal if you're into this kind of shit it's a good movie to watch like it's a really like easy watch and it's entertaining yeah and it's fucked up which it's only our lizard brains like like fucked up shit yeah it's a horror movie i don't want well it doesn't hold back either which i with i think is great with like a i mean it doesn't hold back for like an 84 movie made by a major studio yeah because a, a kid gets shot on screen on camera, yes. and a fucking there's implications of like rape. There's implications of like child stuff. Yep. It, yeah. There's a lot of fucked up shit going on in this movie and it's a major studio movie. It was. Yeah, it was major release. So maybe maybe Disney after they acquired this is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fox technically is Disney. I mean, this yeah. was way before Disney acquired them, but maybe they put the axe to it i don't know it's criminal it is insane i would say if you can find this movie definitely watch it yeah, and tell your friends to watch it's it. worth a watch especially if you're in the 80s like obscure 80s like government cover-up shit like this it's fucking awesome yeah if you want a like a great conspiracy thriller yeah with like i love this kind of shit i love conspiracy thrillers especially when they're done this well where it's like subtle shit going on in the background is it like a conspiracy thriller it's also a horror movie well because you have like a lot of like shit happening on the surface right but then there's a lot of stuff in the background that you're not paying attention to that's like fucked up things that you normally wouldn't notice and they're telegraphing the entire story in the first few scenes yes as soon as they get into town. Which is great. Which is actual foreshadowing. It's amazing to see it again. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> actual movie shit. I know. Where they actually had an idea of how they were going to set up a shot and and like have shit going on in the background while the characters are interacting Whereas, with the main yeah. stuff. Where it was actually written. Yeah. Properly. Thought out. <laughs> what a concept. <laughs> thinking of making a movie wow um shitty to pretty uh this can be high for me i I, listen we can just say one number because we know we're just going to agree on it 10 yeah that's i mean look i don't give a shit it's a 10 i'm just saying we never really disagree no not on this thing which is fine yeah but this is a 10 like sheer entertainment value it's entertaining as fuck yeah i don't even give a shit um great conspiracy thriller i would watch this again in a heartbeat this is a great movie. I actually kind of want to watch it again just to see the shit. like the shit behind this like what's going on behind this the the main scene. Yeah. It's it 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 would be a great watch to watch again and I love these kind of movies where you can like repeat viewings and notice more and more and more shit. The other thing I appreciate is like, you know, I like how quiet it is. Right, there's not like a huge soundtrack to it or anything. It's very quiet there's not like any like loud 
noises or fucking jump scares. It is just it's very quiet. I would consider it more of like a thriller than a horror movie, but like it's it definitely gets like the creepy vibes going and it gets like your conspiracy brain going and that paranoia. Mm. Perfect. The, the paranoia is fucking on like front and center in this movie. Yep. It's definitely geared to make you paranoid as fuck through the whole movie. Because mm-hmm. you have no idea what the fuck is going on at first. And then you slowly start to realize and then you're even more paranoid at what the fuck they're going to do with no impulse control. Yeah, I haven't, I don't know, I have never seen, I've read like, I've read books that have like similar kind of concepts. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's movies, I'm sure there's movies that have explored the idea. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Yeah. I'm sure there is some, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying there isn't. Um, and this might not be like reinventing the wheel here, but like it is a good concept and I think it was well done and well executed, um, to kind of like convey what they wanted to get across. Cause usually with things like this, it's like, it's competent. You get like, cause usually when it's like a movie about people going insane, it's like a zombie movie or something like that. Right. Just mindless. Or I would say in a way they also if you're dealing with this kind of concept, a lot of times they tend to go like way overboard. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like goofy. Yeah. With like with this, it's like, they're still like coherent people. Like sometimes you get like, for example, like, you know, (laughs) a good example of like going way too far in this kind of concept of like people losing control of everything is like the happening. It's like, it, no, like, it goes into obscurity. It, like, goes into, like, okay. total fucking bonkers ass, like, just insano style, like, goofy bullshit. Um, <laughs> Do not. Well, listen, this is not that podcast. Do to, not talk about To talk that. about this, okay? But I'm just saying. This is the pod, though, technically, you are wrong, sir. This is the podcast. To talk about that? For that. Because that movie does fit on this fucking podcast. I just, I do not need to think about people talking to plants. I was, right. I'm just giving an example of like, but yes, you know, that's when it goes into that goofy bullshit when they like takes it way too far and it just, I didn't even think about it becomes like more humorous than serious. Um, and this one didn't, it didn't go, Mm -hmm. it didn't go far enough where it like was goofy. They played it straight. They played it like well the entire time, and I think it was well thought out and well like methodically made enough for like you know like a kind of a B movie that like actually has a lot going on. It's funny, well, because you know the, you know what the moral of the story is here. Well, is this probably cost? I don't know, like a couple million dollars. Yeah, not expensive, right? Then you have the happening. Which costs probably like fifty million. You know another thing? You can buy the happening still on Blu-ray. You can rent it. Yeah. You can't get this. You can't get this anywhere. You, you can, can watch the happening wherever you want. Yeah, you can watch I don't know why you would. I don't know why I mean, unless you're one of those M. Night Shyamalan dick writers, but There are people. Sorry. Oh again, I There there are We're not getting an M. Night Shyamalan right now, but he who will not be named. There are people who in their brain of brains have convinced themselves will 
in the past several years, they have convinced themselves that the happening is actually a an intelligent, totally self-aware, like satire film. Yes. I will that, not drink the Kool-Aid. All I'm saying is that is some, some grade A Cope. copium. Okay. Um, there's also people who like old. So listen, <laughs> you know what? Again, not the time. You can also watch old. Right place, wrong time. Because we will get there. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. We will get there. We don't get to watch as good movies, but, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It is what it is. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, that's what I have to say about Impulse because we'll talk about M. Night later. Him. We'll talk about (laughs) him later. Okay. Um, but yeah, impulse, uh, if you can find it, please watch it. Like if you can look for it and find it on, you know, by any means necessary, whatever. Yeah. Or unless there's like some fucking country out there where you can actually rent this, I guess. And shout out to Graham Baker, the director of this movie, uh, and all, all, everyone that worked on it. Yes. Everyone. Fantastic job. Um, in my opinion, I I thought it was good. Y'all did good y'all deserve a cookie y'all did good so uh yeah please uh go find this and watch it um if you're into this kind of shit um yeah that's all i have to say i think that's it i'm gonna go on impulse and in in the podcast (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) 